Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, James Bell. Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. I'm really excited to be recording the first episode. I'm James, and my guest today is Phil Shellhammer, Director of the University of Arkansas's Greenhouse Outdoor Recreation Program. Welcome to the show, Phil. Thanks, James. So let's just get started by uh, you telling us about the University of Arkansas's uh, GORP program. Sure, yeah. The Greenhouse Outdoor Recreation Program, which we'll call GORP from here going forward. Name's a little long. Um, This is an incubator. The idea behind this was, can we help uh, businesses, entrepreneurs specifically, uh, at that early stage of idea to launch? Can we help them build their businesses? Um, And we wanted to focus on outdoor recreation, um, but it could be products outdoor recreation or services uh, or even digital solutions found to help people within the outdoor rec space. Fantastic. Why outdoor recreation? Well, for a few reasons, right? So uh, outdoor recreation uh, is a um, kind of a, a, a large growth area for this region, for sure, right? And one that's a, a massive focus. Um, we've been um, helping entrepreneurs globally from the university for quite a while, but to allow us to, to focus on one industry specifically, um, I think allows us to bring in more experts, more mentors, people who understand this space specifically. So for us, it was an opportunity to bring in a specific group of entrepreneurs that are focused on one particular industry. For the area as a whole, like this is where the growth is happening. This is where the excitement's happening in, in Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas as a whole. And so for us to get involved in this from the university perspective and helping that growth and helping drive that you know, economic development, that opportunity, um, that was a big deal for us to be a part of it as well. Fantastic. So I think you answered a little bit of this, but maybe you can tell us a little bit more about why the University of Arkansas created this program and created it here in Bentonville and the services around it. I think sure. you do a little bit more than just incubation, right? Yeah, sure. So the university, and specifically through a group called the Office of Entrepreneurship Innovation, has been building and helping entrepreneurs for years, right? We have this great structure um, down in Fayetteville, right, um, for students and faculty and staff and alumni to build up new businesses and new startups. We thought that we could take that same programming, that same skill set that we have and start to present it out to the community where we have a lot more entrepreneurs that need the help and can be supported. Um, so that was our, our goal. Can we get that out there and do this? Now, doing it in Bentonville, 20 miles away, you know, north from the university, um, the priority for there was because of the collaborative, right? We're part of a larger initiative for the university to connect our university uh, research and faculty and everything that's happening down the university up to the Bentonville community and to bring the strength of that large research university, that large talent pool up to this region in Bentonville, um, we built a location called the Collaborative. Um, and the Collaborative was built as a, as a University of Arkansas location in Bentonville for us to connect with the community better. And so that's what we did. Um, and so we're in part of the Collaborative was creating the greenhouse and the greenhouse is was built as an incubator space for multiple uh, industries, right? Outdoor recreation happened to be the first one chosen, um, but there's more coming. Um, And the goal was to put this up into Bentonville because we knew that's where a lot of our growth was happening, both in outdoor recreation, but also entrepreneurship as a whole. Great, thank you. Mm -hmm. So the University of Arkansas is uh, 20 minutes away. You're here in Bentonville, but can you tell us about the types of companies and entrepreneurs that you're serving? Where do they come from? How do you select them? That sort of thing. Yeah. So to be honest with you, we didn't know where this, how this would start, right? We, uh, we knew there was interest. We knew there was a lot of people in our community and outside of our community that 
have ideas, problems to solve within outdoor recreation. Um, so we started with a very simple call to action. Said, hey, if you're interested, apply. Tell us you're interested. Come find Phil some way and come to the greenhouse and let's talk. Um, and we have found people from all over the community with a variety of different solutions and problems that they want to solve, which has been exciting. So we've been able to pull from the community and pull from uh, from a variety of interested parties, right? That either want to solve something in the product, the service, or the digital space. So from there, we said, okay, great. We have this application, right? We're going to have an incubator. We're going we're gonna to run the... Basically, the incubator runs two different ways, right? One of them is a la carte. People can come to us at any point in time and ask for help. And we provide workshops and training or networking events or consulting in, in office hours for people to come and ask for help. So as they go along their journey, we help them build their businesses. But twice a year, we've created this cohort concept where they're going to spend 12 weeks of intensive time working with us. These are usually later stage of the idea to launch. So they've already got the idea. They've kind of vetted it's an idea that's going to work, but maybe they're working on prototype or maybe they're trying to figure out what the, what the business model really should be or who that real core first customer is going to be before they launch the business. Those companies that are ready to do that apply for the cohort. Um, and then we select them into this group and spend 12 weeks giving them that intensive training, giving that intensive um, time to think about these problems, these challenges they're solving, and then provide them additional resources like um, a team of mentors. We provide a, an intern from the university through the Venture Intern Program at the university. So we bring up a free labor source basically for the company. Um, and we provide them up to $15,000 of non-dilutive funding too. So we give them financial support. All of that helps these companies start and build to, to launch. Um, now, you asked earlier about what types of companies we're talking about. That gets into, we keep the uh, outdoor recreation umbrella as a whole, mainly focused on outdoor recreation that happens around here. So cycling for sure, climbing, you know, camping, hiking, uh, fishing, hunting, right? Those core activities that we know happens in Northwest Arkansas and Arkansas as a whole. Um, but then from there, we get product companies. So we, one of our co-op companies for instance, is working on, they're working on specifically how to design a new climbing rope. We get services companies, a little more, mom and pop type businesses, right? Which will be more around services to the community or to our tourism community. One in our co-op, for instance, is working on renting bicycles to either locals or tourists that are coming in to, to ride the mountain bike trails. And then we get some kind of enhancements of your experience companies. People are looking at how do we solve problems while I'm using outdoor recreation uh, products or services. Um, usually those come into digital solutions, right? And so a couple of our companies are thinking about how do I solve a problem digitally? Uh, one in particular is a dual-sided marketplace where they work with companies that, sorry, the owners of, of land um, and try and connect them to people who want to use that land for outdoor rec. Um, and another one of our companies is an app-based model that's built around how do we um, provide a, an audio tour experience for somebody who's riding mountain biking trails so that for safety reasons or for just, you know, tourist um, informational session reasons, right? Um, they can go through a trail and, and learn more about where they're at and what the trail uh, safety and or interesting points of interest would be. Oh, that's great. Do they tell me when I need to make the next turn? That's where I get myself in trouble. Yeah, actually, um, that's that's their, their their focus is it's GPS enabled, right? So as you're riding the trail, you're, it knows where you're coming to and it's like, oh, you're getting to the top of the hill. When you get over the top of the hill, be ready because it's going to sharply turn to the right, right? And it gives you that kind of foresight uh, into what's coming ahead of you. As long as it reminds me also, back brake is on the right, 
front brake is on the left. <laughs> Maybe I won't go uh, take any more tumbles. Um, well, that's fantastic. So uh, I guess this is everything other than snow sports and uh, perhaps going to the ocean. But if somebody brings to you the next great material for a snowboard to make it glide better, is there still a place in the uh, incubator for that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we actually start to say we'll help anybody, right? If you have an idea within the outdoor recreation space, we want to help and support. So come with a great snowboard idea and we'll help. But usually what we're doing right now is we're trying to build a structure that's supportive of the core activities we expect most will come from. So we'll help with anybody that comes with different ideas. And we've had a variety of ones that didn't feel like they fit into our area initially, or maybe we're even a little bit outside of rec outdoor recreation, but kind of touched on it. Um, we invite everybody to come and we want to have those conversations. We want to help where we can. There's tools that are, I think, consistently used across um, a variety of different entrepreneurs and a variety of different startups. Um, those tools are, are relevant to anybody. And so we want to provide and help with those tools. But when we start getting into maybe mentors or into more of the core structure piece, the part we're building now is really around those core activities. That's great. Um, so you told us a little bit about the current companies in the cohort. Do you want to Name any of them by name. Yeah, Give us we, a little more specific. I can do that. Sure. Um, so that yeah, there's uh, four companies in our first cohort. So our first cohort started about four weeks ago, um, and so we just put that out uh, a couple weeks ago. Who the companies were? The the first one's product company. It's called Lakita Ropes, um, and Pedro is the founder there, and he is working on on rethinking uh, climbing ropes. Super passionate climber, and he's got some great ideas on what he wants to do around around the design of um, and the use of of climbing ropes. Uh, in particular. Um, our second company is called Encore Bikes. Encore Bike Rentals is designed uh, by a husband and wife company, uh, husband and wife uh, founder, sorry, named Morgan and Tyler. And Morgan and Tyler's goal is to provide that, that rental experience that is top notch. And so they're very concierge service. They will deliver the bike to the trailhead or to your Airbnb to give you that great experience with when you need, uh, right now they have e-bikes. E they're all electric mountain bikes deliver them there, pick them up at the end of the day. Really great that, great that experience. Um, third company is called American Hunt. And American Hunt is that dual-headed marketplace I was talking before. So two-sided marketplace, you got landowners and people who want to use that land for um, an outdoor rec activity. You know, their initial thought was around hunting, but as they've continued to look, you can see the opportunities where people would want to use a variety of people's lands for a variety of different topics, including fishing and climbing and camping and whatever. So they're looking at that that full space. And the fourth one is called Trail Tours. And that's the one that's going to help you make sure you turn right and not left. Um, they are that GPS-enabled audio tour app um, that's designed to walk you through verbally as you're riding um, the tour you're the trail you're on right now and make sure, you know, if you're not a local, what do the locals already know about the trail? And how can you ensure that you have the best experience possible when you're on that trail? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So why should outdoor recreation companies really care about Bentonville? So, excuse me, I think what, what Bentonville's done is built itself into a, a true hub of outdoor recreation for, this, for the entire country, right? This particular region has turned into a place for people to live and come and visit and play um, with a variety of activities that are hard to find in the middle of the U.S., right? I mean, outside of here, you'd be hard-pressed to find the same collection and opportunities of all the outdoor rec we have unless you go all the way to the east coast and get into the Appalachians or all the way to the west until you get past Colorado into the Rockies, right? In the middle of the U.S., this becomes um, 
I think this area has become just this draw for um, not only people in the state of Arkansas, but for you know the states all around us of people coming and using. Um, because you have this large group of, of tourism coming in, this large investment in the space from the city and from other investors in the area to make this um, a great outdoor rec space, then it's natural for businesses to want to be here too. You have a large collection of product testers, right? Or experts in the community. We, we're beyond just tourism for mountain biking, for instance, now. We have people moving here that have been professional mountain bikers for years that are seeing this as a playground for them to come and play in. Right? You want those experts around you, I think, as a business owner. You want those experts around you to bounce ideas, to learn from where the problems might be or to solve the next problems for them. Because if you can solve them for the, the experts, then you solve them for the, the rest of the community as well. I think all of that growth combined makes this an ideal spot to take an outdoor recreation uh, uh, a business or, or build one like what we're doing with Gorp and bring it here and do it right here in, in Bentonville. Absolutely. And we're, we're absolutely seeing that. Um, we'll learn as we uh, go through this show about some other companies who have come to town and mm. uh, placed a presence here. And they could be in many other places and are, but they felt that they had to be here uh, as well. And so we'll be uncovering that uh, through the outdoor recreation season of this show. What if a company has a substantial presence elsewhere? If they're not looking to relocate, how should they be thinking about Bentonville in that regard? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like I said before, I think there's there's the customer aspect this year, right? You have a really strong customer base of people local and a lot of people coming in the community that reach that customer base, I think would be really strong. Um, the community as a whole is just super supportive of outdoor recreation. What the university is doing right here by creating the greenhouse and just access to the university resources of a very strong, large research university and a massive talent, um, a talent base coming out of that at school. Um, provides companies a workforce opportunity for sure. But on top of that, the community is getting a ton of investment, right? There's a lot of investment happening right now to to grow outdoor recreation from a tourism and activity standpoint, but also from a, a business standpoint. I mean, the reason we're here is because there's investors out there right now that want to see outdoor recreation businesses grow and survive and thrive. Um, and that's happening right here for businesses that are locally here and businesses that are plugging into our community in some way. That's great. So, um, any examples that you can think of of companies that have that have recently come here? Sure. So, uh, you know, the one that comes to mind is an announcement a couple weeks ago. Um, Eddie Line Kayaks from Washington, right? They're located up in Washington. I expect they're staying in Washington, but they are they they are clearly interested in understanding this community better and this space more. Um, they have a, a a good investment coming from our from our local uh, from one of our local investors. And, and what I've heard, and you may actually know more about this than I do, is that they're, they're looking at bringing in a distribution center to our area, which, which locally, you know, regionally located right here in the middle of the U.S. is probably a really good play for them. Um, so I imagine all those benefits come to play for them. Uh, we've, we've talked to them recently about how we can plug them in the university more. So, you know, you know how can we help them if they need internship or, or graduation, graduate support from workforce standpoint? Or is there opportunities to work for them to work? on sustainability issues or on other opportunities that the university has been very strong at over the years that we can then provide to uh, a company like that that just haven't had exposure to us in the past. That's really great. I mean, as you think about, as you said, our, our people who live here, the people who are moving here, the people that come to visit, 
You have a, a lot of folks who are super interested in outdoor recreation, have the disposable income uh, for many of those sports that require it, but also the workforce that's present here. Present here, You have um, the number one supply chain school oh, in the country, the University yep. of Arkansas. Yep. Uh, you have Walmart, who's here. You have Tyson. You have J.B. Hunt. You have the top supply chain experts in the world that are ready here. You also then, for the companies that might want a uh, some sort of regional headquarters or or presence of a corporate headquarters, they have access to talent right. that works in some of the largest companies in the world. I imagine most people don't realize just the location of being having Walmart here isn't just that Walmart's here, but they're surrounded by every large CPG company as well. And so we have so much talent, not even just in Walmart, but calling on Walmart. And so all those companies are represented here in Bentonville in the surrounding area as well, which is just a much larger talent pool. Yeah, it's a fantastic opportunity for companies. What are the unique opportunities for companies that are here and how does GORP really connect them to those opportunities? Oh yeah. So I think in my space specifically, right, the the entrepreneurial ecosystem, right? What is being built and being invested in and being grown here? got to be unique um, to, to, to many, many parts of the country who can't see what we see because of the size of our community. And on top of that, the amount of, uh, we call them ESOs, right? Entrepreneurship support organizations that are around here ready to help and, 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 and support uh, a new startup or a new founder who's come up with an idea, who has a problem they want to solve. And it, it's, it's overwhelming. Um, when you first start as a founder in this area, you literally go from group to group and from person to person, from mentor to mentor, because they're all over the place and everyone's so willing and able to help. I think one of the biggest things we have here is that community specifically for, for startups. They are here to help support and grow. But even after someone gets past that startup phase, they get past launch and they're out of GORP and they're kind of past that piece. Then you have other organizations that are continually invested in as well that are there to help you support. All of the stuff I'm describing, by the way, is free. I mean, there's some that are, are paid for, for the most part. There's a lot of them out there that are just free to help. Those groups add to them uh, a group of mentors and experts that have done this and worked in the past. And we bring those mentors into our programs. All of a sudden, you've got this robust support group that, that I would argue would be really hard to find in many places around the U.S. That, to me, is one of the biggest things I think you would see in this area, specifically from what I'm focused on, which is more of an entrepreneurship and startups. That's wonderful. You know, when I came here a year ago, that is uh, one of the things that I saw to infect. One of the things that attracted uh, me here was this really robust ecosystem and to see that you could go from an idea stage all the way out through scaling and to uh, really take it just as far as you want to. Yeah. And I think that's unique because a lot of places are missing pieces of that puzzle and we continue to build more and more of that, uh, that puzzle so that we're able to support uh, entrepreneurs and companies from end to end, no matter where they are in their lives of the company. It seems very clear to me that this area, um, you know, we, we've got some major investors that are investing in, our, in this space, right? They're investing in Bentonville specifically. They're investing in Northwest Arkansas. And if you look at the efforts that they're being invested in, entrepreneurship is definitely clearly one of those pillars. And outdoor recreation is the second one. And you can just see where there's, I'm lucky because I'm in the tie between the two, but you can see all that investment going in both those spaces because we know that in order for this area to continue to grow like it's growing, in order to thrive, to continue to be um, one of the best places to live in America, 
those two spaces in particular need to continue to be invested in. And you can see the, that that's happening all around us. Absolutely. Um, so I have to ask, what's next for GORP? <laughs> or what's next for the University of Arkansas, 20 miles from its flagship institution yeah. here in Bentonville? What else is coming that we should know about? Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been in the job like three and a half months. You can give me a little more time, but I'll give you a little sneak is what I'm thinking. Um, for GORP specifically, we hope to grow this program into something that impacts at least a regional impact, if not national impact, for entrepreneurs around. Right. This is absolutely an opportunity for people to come and utilize the resources and opportunities we have here in Northwest Arkansas. But we want to impact as many entrepreneurs and startups and founders as we can within this outdoor rec space. So, so GORP will continue to grow in that way. Now, does that make us a national program or not? We don't know. Right, This is too, too early. But right now, we want to impact the entrepreneurs that are coming to us on a day-to-day basis um, and continue to help them grow. I, I hope to be sitting here with you a year from now and be able to lay off name after name of company that's come through us, either through the a la carte version or through our cohort, and show where they've been able to launch, where they're starting to see success, where they're growing right here in Bentonville, and, and creating hopefully that, that hub of activity of businesses, new business created right here in, our, in, in Bentonville um, around Outdoor Rack. The greenhouse as a whole, I think I said this earlier, is meant to be an incubator of multiple industries. Right? And so our greenhouse space, which we have in, in the collaborative in Bentonville, is designed to have multiple industries focused on. And so the first one is outdoor recreation, but the next one coming will be around biodesign. And then we expect to have a third one around some software digital solution that's yet to be determined. Um, and there's probably other opportunities to do that as well. And so instead of having just a, a space around outdoor rec, which is uh, amazing and we're glad to do that, we will start to incubate other businesses for other industries as well and take the structure we're building here with GORP and apply it to, to other industries as well, other focus points for this area that we know are going to be strong. Um, strong growth areas for us to focus on. The collaborative as a whole then, right, is what the university space is in Bentonville. And I see nothing but growth coming from that as well. We are seeing every day, um, Toby Teeter, who's the guy that actually leads the collaborative, you're, he's having tons of conversations about what is the next, what's the next industry we're going to focus on, what are the next um, opportunities that are happening around here, how is investment going, and how can the university plug into that in a big way and be a, a support structure for you know, entrepreneurs, startups, but also for existing and growing businesses. Um, and so the university, my, this is Phil's opinion, but my opinion is we're here to stay, um, to continue to grow and to continue to support and invest in, in Bentonville. That's great. So my last question, mm-hmm. what should I've asked you? What should I have asked you that I didn't? Everyone wants to know about the name. Like everyone wants to ask, did you... Did you write the Greenhouse Outdoor Recreation Program name so that you can make the initials GORP? Or did that just randomly happen? All right. Now, that is a question everybody's asked. So if you didn't ask me, I'll tell you the answer to that one real quick. Uh, for those that don't know out there, the term GORP is actually the old school term for trail mix. Good old raisins and peanuts is what it was called. Um, and as far as I know, it's completely random that our initials happen to make the word GORP. But I like it. <laughs> I like that it connects to it. And so we have used that as a little bit of energy, a little bit of discussion. It's, it's a nice term that kind of people connect with, with the outdoor rec space as a whole. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to embrace GORP for as long as it lasts. That's pretty cool. I'm going to ask you one more question just because I think it's fun. If you could have one superpower, but you were hamstrung in some way with it, what would it be? And I'll give you an example. Oh, Mine good. would be, I could pick up my remote and push a button and be transported to any game that I was watching, but it could only be an Arkansas Razorback football game. 
<laughs> which is okay with me, but sure. there's the obvious downside. I can't get to others. Yeah. All right. So, so I need to have a superpower and it's got to limit me in some way. That's right. Almost always my superpower will come around food. Um, and so I've got to think about how I could have, a, uh, I'll go with your remote control example. I'd like a remote control where I can change the food I'm eating to always incorporate bacon into it. If I could push a button and there'd always be some version of bacon plugged into it and it would taste good, that would be an awesome superpower to have. Now, how am I limited? I'm probably limited by the amount of weight I would gain by eating all that bacon. So there's my limitation. That's a pretty strong limit, but a pretty strong superpower as well. (laughs) Well, thanks for being part of this first episode. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So thank you for joining us in this uh, first episode. We hope you'll hit the subscribe button and that you'll continue to follow along as we bring you more stories of Bentonville's businesses. Uh, This is a place where you can have more of what you want and less of what you don't. So come back and learn more. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. We hope to see you next week.